0: Welcome back to the Pedro and Hannibal podcast Another teaser, this is the last teaser
1: Teaser, 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 baby
0: (laughs) Very (laughs) last one My name is Hannibal, I'm talking to my bro Pedro, how are you doing this evening?
1: Mm, I'm doing great, I'm doing well man I lost track of days, it's Tuesday but it feels like a Monday But I'm doing good, yeah
0: And to anyone who decides to listen to this, it doesn't matter But we are recording this in the evening time I hope you guys are doing well And this episode. Very special one. Um, This kind of came out of nowhere. I think I was just on YouTube or maybe I was rather than do Netflix and I said, I didn't see this documentary of Kanye West Genius. And I, and I asked Pedro, I said, did you watch it? And he said he didn't. And we he like, hey, how about we watch it and then talk about after we watch these uh, episodes. And man, I mean, there's so much to say, man. There's just so much to say about this Uh I guess it's 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 uh, epic right like each it's three episodes but it's like 90 minutes i think of of
1: each one each episode yeah
0: heavy l- content <laughs> you know what i mean uh so let me ask you pedro how did you watch it did you watch it fully through did you uh sit in the, like you know in your couch in your living room and just you know binge i know binging is a thing that people do Special Netflix. Like how how did you watch this
1: documentary? I definitely didn't binge. I don't binge anymore. I used to, but I don't not anymore. So I watched it one episode at a time within a period of four different days, I guess, or so. I had actually started watching it the first like 20 or 30 minutes, a few months back, like when it came out. Yeah. And like something happened and I had to like stop watching it and I didn't get back to it. Um but I watched it in separate days.
0: So same, same with me. I'm not a binger anymore. I don't know if that's just a young person's thing now. Like I actually like watching an episode of something, and it was a good cliffhanger. But don't necessarily watch it. Like, oh, I'll get back to this later. Yeah. Or you know, I've I've watched it, and it's just so much emotion, or it just you just drain out of the experience. Like I need
1: a break. I, I used to like binge to watch. watch. I used to binge watch a lot more when I was, you know, younger or whatever, a good show, you know, but I just don't watch TV anymore like that. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't. Yeah. I watch YouTube. I listen to other things. I'm, um, you know, got the baby, you know, keep me up at night, you know? So I just don't do the binging anymore. And even yeah. if like, they're like, certain shows I think are going to be interesting to me. I start watching. I'm like, I'm just not really into this anymore. I've seen, you know, it just doesn't do it for me. TV doesn't do it for me anymore. So I watched it in separate, separate times and i did that on purpose and listen i thought it was really 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 good yeah you know i'm a, you know we are both very big kanye west fans i i say that and some people cringe i i absolutely love everything about kanye west even the times when he goes crazy and he says crazy things i feel like that's him and he's he's saying things sometimes that hurt and you don't want to hear it but you maybe need to hear it and there's you look back and say, "Man, maybe was he right?" I know that's crazy, but was he right? Like, so I, I'm a huge. You know, he's from Chicago. Um, this documentary filmed certain places, and I was like, "Man, I know exactly where that is." Like, oh,
0: that must have like, been awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah this was a really good. I thought the, the the cootie guy did really good. So,
0: yeah. Um, let us we got to step back and just explain. You know, I'm sure. And hopefully, you guys have checked it out um it was basically kanye already had his idea like I, I would film a documentary and then he had this good friend of his cootie which was a stand-up comedian and on blind faith he decided to to take a step back from the stand-up comedian stuff and film this guy who hasn't been signed yet didn't have an album he was not who we all think of him now he was a really good chicago-based producer that just produced a lot of raps and a lot of good tracks. And everyone in Chicago knew him. Like Kanye West is the place, the guy you get. And they said the Doc, cheap beats, cheap quality beats. Yeah, he was
1: basically a, a neighborhood yeah. star. He was a star in like the neighborhood. People knew him, you know. Then he got with Jay-Z, did a couple tracks on the Blueprint. And then right. his name was getting out there. And I think Kanye was like, all right, I see the vision. Let's, you know, let's do something here. And this was the foreshadowing is like crazy because this is 20 plus years, 20 years ago.
0: 20 year 20 of years of content was, was created. So they like the first, like you said, the first act is act one. That's the first episode. Uh Vision. So he hasn't even I don't, yeah, he didn't get signed yet. So I don't know if he did blueprint yet. He was still this Chicago-based rapper, and you know the awesome thing about it is you see all the Chicago rappers and they all have this. A battle of trying to make it mainstream because you know it's it's a it, it is a bit of an elitist, um, regional thing with hip hop,
1: right? It's, a, it's the coast is, and then down south,
0: yeah, yeah, because you know you, the east kind of created like New York, it happened in the Bronx, so they're going to own, they're going to check their guys first, you know, like rap with it, those people are, are going to be checked out. Then you had to, you know, it's West Coast. And then for a good while, Down South just destroyed everybody.
1: Like he yeah, was well, Master P and you got, you know, like you know, and then you had like, you know, you had Bone Thugs and Harmony did their thing for a little while.
0: And they're the Midwest.
1: And they're they're the Midwest, right? Yeah. Uh, Ohio and they were really big in Chicago. Really big Bone Thugs was really big in Chicago. Yeah. And then you had um, uh, Outcasts. Atlanta had their time, right? Yeah, yeah. So then you had Texas with like Scarface and some of those guys. But it was, you know, it's East Coast, West Coast. That's what it is. Yeah, That's it's to
0: media, right? Like,
1: yeah,
0: you you know, when you listen to sports media, they're gonna talk about the Lakers. They're gonna try to find a way to talk about LeBron every time when LeBron's not even in the playoffs. They're gonna talk about and they're gonna talk about New York. So like, if you're really into baseball, they're gonna talk about those Yankees. Yep. all the time and you could be no you could you could be in chicago I'm like really espn gonna talk about the yankees again? you know but it's just <laughs> so fighting for attention in in hip-hop is such a it's hard so Kanye was just trying to make it just and you could see the grind you see the hustle you see all these amazing things that he knew well, well, well. The biggest surprise, actually, was your biggest surprise from just watching. You could, watch, you could talk about different acts, but the first act, I realized this guy was not going to be denied. He knew he was a rapper. He was a performer. Yeah. He wasn't just a producer. And I think a lot of the people looked at him and said, "Yeah, I don't know, man. Just, just produce tracks. We're I mean, like, we, you know, stay in your lane." Seems like that was the thing that was coming out. Like, stay in your lane. And he refused to accept that kind of. Uh, he didn't refuse to accept that. He's like, no, I'm a rapper. So, yeah. what's your biggest like surprise you got out of the?
1: the, uh, the first episode, I, uh, you know, I'm thinking back to that time. It was great to watch because you get to see so many. You know, I remember the listening to the music at that time. I'm like 20, 21, and I'm listening to the. And I remember like, okay, I remember that song. I remember that CD. You know, and in the first episode, you know, you have really big infu- influential. Hip-hop legends, some might say, kind of helping, guiding, or whatever, Kanye West. You know, Pharrell and Common, which is, a, at that point, the biggest.
0: He was the guy in Chicago. Chicago. He's, he's yeah. a Chicago
1: guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Twister, you know, like he made a cameo, I think, in the second episode. But you have people like, you know, uh, Scarface coming to listen to some tracks. Like, these are hip-hop legends, right? And, you know, most deaf Right. You, you got most deaf, one of the most lyrically fantastic artists of that particular era. Right. Mm-hmm. Or really any era. Right. Putting word put words together. Right. And they're sitting there ciphering, freestyling back and forth. And most deaf has a moment of like, man, OK, hold on. This guy's not just a producer. Yeah. Right. So for me, I look my surprise was like, yeah, people want to put him in that box because back in the day you had Puff Daddy was a the producer. Then he wanted to rap. Jermaine Dupri, producer, then he wanted to rap. You had people like Pharrell Williams, producer, then he started rapping. Timbaland, producer, then started rapping. Dr. Dre, producer, started rapping. So you had all these people that were trying to do their own, you know, becoming a producer to a rapper. Some of them had some success, but it wasn't like they were really, you know, you didn't look at Puff Daddy as like, oh, he's a he's an MC. Absolutely yeah, not. unless you were not- like a
0: small nerd, like, like probably myself when when puff daddy and the family album came out i, was, I mean it's man, a great it was the it's, most
1: but i like, great album.
0: you don't realize the behind the scenes of like he didn't rap he didn't write in those damn rhymes no, he was no, no. Be. so you you kind of yeah you're right like the producer rapper more like it's yeah first word producer rapper
1: and, and kanye and, for me is yeah. like trying to really it's like no i'm a rapper like you know i'm gonna you know at one point, he even referenced, say, "Hey, I've learned from these people. I learned how to make beats from No ID and all these people. So then, I became a great producer. I learned. I've seen Jay Z in the lab. I see what he does. So I'm gonna be a great rapper. And I think he knew he had more to offer, and he just wasn't gonna take no for an answer. Yeah. And he signs with Rockefeller, and then they keep pushing his release date back. They cut his budget, so then he has to put his own money, which is crazy, to like get his own video going and make his own music and all this stuff. He gets an accident." That kind of stalls some things. Dame Dash, I think – Dame Dash, I've never been a fan of him. I, in this documentary, he, he kind of rubs me like – he like, looked at Kanye. He's like, yeah, this guy's like a genius. Like, I don't want to mess with him because he's going to take my spot kind of deal. Like, I feel like he pushed him off to the side a little bit. And eventually, Kanye did his thing because he had he bet on himself and he was just doing it. He's like, I'm going to – I know I can rap. You know, I know I, I respect these guys like Jay-Z and all these people, but, like, I'm on their level and, you know – the surprise yeah. for me, I don't know if I was surprised because, like, he he's had that mentality. They even reference the talent shows. He, he would always win first place, and the one year he didn't win, he was really upset. You know, like, like he always wants to win. He's super competitive. He's got a lot of drive. And And, you know, it was just fun looking back and seeing, you know, one of the things that, like, got me is when he was – sharing a song with pharrell williams which at the time he had neptunes and all that i mean he's
0: he's up there with one of my favorite producers yeah at that time he's
1: at that time he's probably the most coveted producer he was working with a lot of people yeah right and he would you know super talented different sound you know just and pharrell's listening to this song like, damn this kanye guy's like and he walks he walks out of the studio he's walking down the hall (laughs) and i'm thinking pharrell knows that he ain't the best anymore like You know, I think people had moments with Kanye like, oh, man, this guy's coming for us. Yeah. And He's a producer and he can rap and he's like talking about different stuff. And so I just was like it was just it was it was really cool to see that, man. Like just to see his evolution, you know,
0: I I had to I I, I re-listened to the college dropout just because I see how like him putting it together and a lot of stuff. And it's interesting because there's not a lot of surprises because he raps about a lot of the stuff that happened. In all the tracks, especially in you know, a late registration, he had a lot of songs, a few songs where he's saying, I'm trying hard to say I could rap and they're not taking me seriously. Yeah. And you just got to keep going and keep going. So he always made sure that he made people listen to it. Hey, you, you know, he'll ask, you know, he'll force it, but like can you check this out? And yeah. that's why I, I notice every once in a while when you see him in the wild, you know, the public, he's a few of these videos where he will allow someone to spit for him. Like if someone comes up to him and catch him in the right time and say, Yo, I got yo, put yo listen to me and see if you can put me on. He at least gives that time to listen because he he had that opportunity where people listen to his work. And that's very important. Like to get yeah. to get a chance because he knew how hard it was for yeah. the first to get signed. I mean, getting signed, like you're producing all these tracks for all these people, and you can tell how the industry was kind of he wanted him to stay as a producer. Yeah, you did not want him to be a rapper. It was like you're wasting. Wasting good beats, <laughs> you know, right? Like we would take these beats. Same thing when he just actually gets signed to Rockefeller. You know, Rockefeller at this point was destroying everything they had. Oh, uh, they, they were on, movies. they were
1: everywhere. Yeah.
0: So they were like, it felt like at one point I think they signed him because they kind of want him just make all the good beats for them.
1: Yep. Because they had they had a slew of new artists coming up. They were you know riding that train of yeah, like, BD single in there. They had yeah. they had. I mean,
0: they had all they had everybody in there, and and they knew that. He, the guy had a special talent for producing, but they did not view him at the same level. Like, you're just, like you said, a producer rapper. Yeah. And he had to push and push and push, show up to a record label. Anyone who's willing to listen, check my music out. Like you said, the idea that he gets in this car accident, he's, might, he's probably might supposed to be moving his jaw. Yeah. I mean, the way his jaw was like basically needing to be reconstructed. And he's like, no, I can't stop. I can't stop because that this is it. And he put everything into that. And I think that was the most. Um,
1: I think, I mean, the Through, the Through the Wire song is a classic. The video with the song and how it was done and the backstory of it. Like, that is an amazing. I mean, I remember when that song I was like, damn, Kanye. Like, you, I knew who Kanye was, obviously, from other things. But I'm like, this is, dip," you know, This is this is crazy because it's real. Right? Because, yeah. you know, with rap, what I love about hip hop and rap is that you do have people talking and rapping and. Telling stories about their neighborhood their experiences growing up having to do this and having to do that to get by right and they're sharing their story but like kanye when he's storytelling it's very different it's not like jay-z and nas and biggie like you know the life that he would his growing up was extremely different than those guys right so his music and his hip-hop is resonated, I think why he's so big with a whole nother genre. So you're going to get the hip hop people already. Right. But then you're going to get a whole nother kind of subset of people that are going to want to listen. I think that's why he's so big because he had something. He was saying things that weren't really being said and rapped about and it was popular music. So then it gets to the masses. And, you know, I just think it was it was it was really cool to see all the people that, like you said earlier, he would say, hey, I want you to listen to this. Can you do this? You know, he's got Scarface in the studio listening to stuff. He didn't work with him, but he's like, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, mean, I think he God. played
0: family business uh, yes, yes. for him. He was like, yeah, that's hot. Like, And know, it's like,
1: you know, I, I think a lot of times I, what I got from it, this is my opinion, people like him and Pharrell and even Jay-Z are you know, Puff Daddy's in it, you know, Common. They're we're walking away most deaf, walking away from their interaction with Kanye like, damn, this like, he's coming like this guy's super talented it's not just yeah. it's like a light bulb but like, no nah, he's not just making beats this guy this guy can rhyme he's got something to say it's different so i th- there's that competitiveness there i think and i think people were kind of like stand standoffish like damn he's like he's coming for us you know what i'm saying like
0: yeah you know, i i also feel like uh, you know i don't think they necessarily was like holding him back it was i'm trying to think of the year 2000 ish you know it was because of 20 years ago yeah what you would consider um platinum rapper a big famous rapper that's killing it it didn't look like kanye that person no. did not look like kanye and i'll yeah. be honest as a fellow nerd he looked like a nerd he looked like a music nerd yeah like he he has some style but he had the braces or the retainers and he's like i could rap and people looking like looking at him i'm like nah dude i think he was just to stay behind the you know you you're not in the booth you're outside the booth messing with the levels like he yep. did it, look in and I, I'm wondering that's why this public persona of Kanye is such strong ego boosting of I am the best at this and I'm sure he probably believes it but I'm saying I'm wondering that brings out the more entertainment rapper persona that is mm-hmm. necessary to make it what do you think yeah. about
1: that yeah I don't that's, an, that's interesting cuz I think
0: because the first act, did you think he looked like a rap? Like, yeah, man, you should sign him. Why we're not signing? I'm no, like no nah, I Kanye can see West why. <laughs> Kanye
1: West to me at that time. Uh-huh. I thought it was it was funny going back in time because I'm like, I'm looking at like you know, Jay-Z and Dame Dash and Petey Crack. I was like, oh, I remember PD Crack. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah. Right. I see beat. and they're all wearing over white shirts, they all got jerseys on. Every single that was the style, big baggy jeans. Like if a guy looked like that now, nah, we'd clown him, right? But that was the style. But Kanye didn't really dress like that. Kanye was a guy like that I went to high school with that wasn't the coolest, most popular dude. He tried to kind of dress like the cool guys, you know, maybe he had a chain on or something, but like the outfit wasn't quite right all the time, right? Maybe he had busted sneakers, but they had a good shirt, like, but he didn't care because he still had confidence. And he wanted to be different. Because he was, a, you know, he didn't really like, all right, well, the style is this, so I'm gonna do it. No, nah, I'm gonna make my own style. Like so he was kind of like not what was normal at that time, right? Yeah. Um, for at least the, where he was at. Like Chicago is always like a mix between Midwest, but then there's a lot of East Coast flavor within that music, mm-hmm. right? But then like the East Coast is like, all right, those guys all had chains and they had the, you know,
0: Every oversized, oversized everything.
1: Oversized everything. And, you know, like everything was blitzy and like, you know, it was just so. Some of, like and even some of that Rockefeller stuff that they were coming out with was like super whack to me. I remember If Jay Z wasn't on it; it was not. And Beanie had some stuff, but like it was like not great.
0: Yeah, you're not a big fan of Beanie Siegel.
1: No, I like Beanie Siegel, but <clears throat> they didn't push him enough anyway. Like they, you yeah. know, he he had a couple albums, but they didn't. I don't think Be, Beanie was feeling, it, but like. P.D. Craig and they had like the one woman, a Millie or something like the
0: Yeah. Yeah. They just had a lot of good voice. But, yeah, they didn't. I don't don't think she was putting in the effort. Jay
1: Z did all that. And that's all Jay Z. Even Memphis Bleak. Right. Like he didn't really do. You know, there was a lot of that. And I just think it was a lot of cookie cutter. And Kanye wasn't cookie cutter. He was different. And I think Mm -hmm. they knew that. So they didn't accept him He's not a street guy right he's that's part
0: of the first that's part of the biggest reason he's
1: not a street that they dude.
0: can't relate he's like i can't really relate to this guy because they could say no. he's from chicago but even then they can relate to other rappers from other places you know jay-z was able to work with a lot of other people but he just looked at him and was like nah you just not he just didn't feel it yeah but i think what kanye proved in at least definitely in the second act he all right you guys not you guys not helping me as much as I probably should get. You signed me to this label a year ago. You said at one point, he's like, he signed me a year ago and I'm not getting any kind of traction. I'm going to put this album together by myself. I'm going to show you what I can do. And then you notice right after that, that album hits, everyone's on his nuts. Like, all right, everyone, he, he opened every door. Now every door is open for him.
1: He won three, he won three Grammys. His debut album won three Grammys. I mean, before
0: that, that, he was not getting no play any play and I, I think personally I can relate to that grind you know being a trying to be a content creator it doesn't really matter what you're trying to do but like for personally for me you understand that it kind of did not jump in and just became famous and successful like you're gonna have to eat shit you're gonna have to work and work and work hard on everybody else put more effort into it put more effort into it and the people who may not understand or may not get it keep improving but you just keep moving and, that, and that's one of the things I've seen or enjoyed from this documentary his drive that could actually if you look at you know we could talk about in the third act kind of goes to a detriment the drive yeah. the the I gotta keep working I think you know but just for initial point of no I can I I want to be a rapper since I was I think they had a video of him in 1990 rapping no that dude was always the rapper yeah and he had to keep push it to for all of us to recognize him as yeah. a rapper
1: yeah i think you know i i don't know if they touched on this and i don't know this to be true but it's it could be even that he got into being a producer because he just wanted to be in that scene and that was how that's how he could do it because you know a lot of rappers right you're, you're coming from a street and you're rapping about street stuff right that's mm-hmm. what it is especially back then right and then it became a little glitzy with like puff daddy and mace and like that was cool i love that right but like it was different right but, like, maybe he got into the producing because that was his foot in. Because he's always been a – you know, even when when he was a kid, you know, he referenced he did, like, Stevie Wonder songs and Michael Jackson. He won talent shows. He's a performer, not a producer. He's a performer at heart first. He's an artist. That's how I look at it. And mm-hmm. he, he does his art. He started it with producing. That's how he started. But then at the end of the day, he wants to be the show. Kanye is a show. He's a one-man show. He's a record. Yeah. Like, that's what he is. And I think he knew that. And maybe just to get in because, he, you know, he couldn't do it as a rapper initially. He chose to produce a way and then started learning how to cultivate the rap skills through people as he's producing beats for them. And I think it's 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 a genius move. I mean, if that's what he did, because it obviously worked. But I just think, you know, when you're not coming from the streets like that and you're in Chicago, you're not in New York. It's going to be hard. Right. So,
0: well, it was definitely hard. It was definitely difficult when he did it when he did it 20 years ago very very hard now he made yeah. that lane he made a lane for other you can call them backpackers but not every you know like Jake cole is not hood he you yeah. know he came from probably not you know not the best circumstances but he's not hood like kid cutty's not hood yeah so it's like he, he put that that ability like hey you don't have to necessarily be a gangbanger <laughs> drug dealer still have a story. You can still have a story to tell. Yeah. And yeah, I would say he's the first for him. Um, I don't know if you're a big fan of Kid Cudi.
1: I like I mean, Kid Cudi. Sounds I, like Kid Cudi.
0: I mean, I think uh, one of the biggest influential rappers or artists in the last 20 years, to me, is, is Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially with you know. a lot of these new, the newer, the last like 10 to 12 years, the, the, if they say who's your influence, a lot of them say Kid Cudi.
0: Yes. I mean, you know, super sad. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, he, he tells right now he, he suffers from, you know, depression and but he just pours it all into his music. And <laughs> I see why uh, Kanye and Kid Cudi kind of came together. Hopefully they work it out. I know right now they're not friends, but hopefully they work it out. Yeah. But um, I would to talk about probably one of the sadder things is of this of just watching documentary, him and his mom, man, like him and his yeah. mom interacting Sometimes I had to take a break. Sometimes I was watching it and seeing her talk to him. I was like, yeah, okay. Let me take a little break, man. Cause I'm so lucky to have my mom. Hmm. Uh, You know, you just had, your mom just had a birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you kind of realized the effect of your mom being there. So, I mean, we could talk about it right now. The idea when that woman leaves his life,
1: Everything went to
0: shit. Everything went to shit. And oh, the, the documentary kind of went to shit, right? Because yeah. they, if they would have kept it going, they would have had everything, right? All of the albums. It kind of just went from college drop out to 2016. I forgot the, the, where they went. They, it was a long period of... Yeah. He's working, making all these records, killing it. But his mom is not there. And you can tell it affected everything about him.
1: Yeah. And it, it, when she passed, he was... Still on the the the, he was still his star was still rising. He was you know, but like his I didn't know a lot about his mom. You know, I knew her name was Donda. I knew that was a big you know. I didn't, but I hadn't really. I've seen pictures of her. I never really had heard her on camera or anything like that. I've heard her in songs doing. it. I think she. I his, think his she's stuff.
0: like got a degree. Uh, yeah. Uh, donker, what a remarkable when I, what yeah. a
1: remarkable woman. Like yeah. her interactions, it was just like to see that all the love and and she seen, she kept him.
0: You could tell, like he's up there, high energy, and she was probably with one, one few people that could probably tell, you know, get him to calm down, get yes, him to kind of yes. think and reflect. And and they they show the kind of they sh- they they actually put the nine one one call of her not breathing through the surgery, yeah. and it's just tough to watch, man, because you could tell this is yeah, this is when Kanye kind of just starts going. There's no one to there's no one to calm him down.
1: There's no one, there's one to c- calm him down. Yes, and I think it's like. She knew her son was this great guy, this great giant, right? Giants don't see themselves in a the mirror. That's what she told him And when she was talking. I'm like, wow, you know, so she's boosting up her son knowing he's bound for greatness. But then she's also able to calm him down and bring him down to earth because that's his mom. Right. So she gives him this balance. So when she passes, right. the balance is gone. Yeah, and he's perfect. left with, yeah. OK, well, I'm the biggest rock star. Because you know he's a rock star. He's not a hip hop star. He's a rock star, and that's a, there's there's a few hip hop stars that are like that. He's one of them. Like yeah. it transcends hip hop, in my opinion. He's a cultural icon, right? Yeah. And he was going in that direction. His mom passes, so now it's like, all right, I got all the ego of a rock star. I got all the money I could ever have, right? I got all everybody around me telling me every all the yes men I need. I got you know, I got all these cr- great ideas, but you know, don't know how to what to do with them. And his mom passes, and it just kind of crumbles. I think. He doesn't have anybody there to pick the pieces up, you know, and um, it's sad, man. It's 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 super sad because I think it's bittersweet probably for him because at the end of the day, I think it pushed him to do a lot of other great things because I think, you know, he referenced his mom would want him to be on stage because he worked through the pain. Right. Yeah. And he used music as kind of an outlet. But she just seemed like such a remarkable woman, like just the conversations they'd have and like you'd see him. When Kanye West, when I'm watching this documentary and when when him and his mother are in the same room together or they're talking, he's a different Kanye West. And when he when she's not in the documentary and he's around his friends or he's by himself or he's doing his music, he's a little different. He's like a young boy full of joy and life when he's with his mom. And, you know, the way he talks to her. Is he's different. not loud.
0: He's, he's not listening. loud. When she speaks. He's just exorbitant. He's, he's not exactly. No, you go there. She he knows where what, what she's saying makes sense, it's worked out. So yeah, you 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 hit the nail on the head perfectly. It the balance was off. And i don't like, I think one of the biggest you could tell right after that scene, they show him performing. I don't even I didn't know this. A week later. You can't that's not a healthy Crazy. way of dealing with grief. Um, you can't, you know, performing a week later after, after someone significant of you passes that is not healthy yeah. Yeah. i mean i'm not you know we're not psychiatrists or anything i would think yeah it's not gonna work i yeah. mean
1: and it, I, and, it and it it didn't because he you know he obviously had some breakdowns and he's bipolar and he's been medicated and just going through all this stuff but it's like it's it's just so it's just crazy and then you know i meant i forgot to mention this you know Imagine being I'm, I'm trying to put myself like in his shoes a little bit. Right. I'm thinking like, wow, you know. Imagine being a kid from Chicago. You have all these dreams. You got a mom that's like very inspirational for you. And like, you know, she's musically you can tell she's musically talented as well. She's in the kitchen when she's rapping with him and she's you know, you can tell music's a part of her life. But imagine being a kid from Chicago. You write a song for your mom. And years later, you're rapping that song to your mother. Your mother's sitting next to Oprah Winfrey, and that's a Chicago show. Oprah's the queen of Chicago. Yeah. I mean, this kid came from that to that, and then his mom leaves. Like, I mean, and then
0: it was such a you crazy. know tragic accident type of thing to a point. I'm like, damn, did she need she need that surgery? She need, she's yeah. good, but you know, certain those surgeries probably performed thousands of times with no problems, and it just some things went wrong, and I couldn't. And it also kind of shows the strength and his ability, like you're saying, like they kind of push through the pain and still perform at a high level. Yeah, a high level, not just making it, like make still making the best music. You know, we all say we miss the old Kanye, and I think I miss the old Kanye. I like the soul beat Kanye, but even the other stuff he's done still, you know, record breaking, still you know, twenty something Grammys. But I don't know how he did it. I don't. I'm gonna think about. Uh, being in his shoes and hearing the st- uh, news that your mother passed. Yeah, I don't think able to perform in a week. Like I, I don't think I, I, don't think I ever told you this. So last year, my grandmother, uh, she passed. She was in ninety. She was ninety two. So you know, she lived a long life. But I was doing Instacart now, guys. You may not know what Instacart is, but I'm shopping for food for someone else, right? And I got the text from my father. He said. She and also, it was going. We kind of knew that was going, it was going, um, yeah, in the last week or so. But I got that text from my dad, and he said, I can't stop crying. And I never, heard, I never saw my father cry, but so he, but he texted us to me.
1: And I, he, he told, never, he told he, you that, he told you that in a text.
0: Yeah. He's like, I can't stop crying. She Man. passed, but she, she gone, she left us. I don't remember too much about that whole Instacart thing. Like, mm-hmm. I think I was doing it. I was fighting not to cry. I was putting the groceries in. I didn't want to call attention to myself at the and it was at the checkout line too. I didn't want to like yeah. I kind of was just and I was like okay, this is just one uh job, like one little delivery. Let me get through this. So I had to get through it. I don't think I tried to call anyone. I was like let me just get through this, get in this yeah. car, do this job, drop this off, and I just sat in the car, man. Cuz like yeah, like so uh, this is something mundane as shopping for groceries. This guy is putting out concerts a week yeah. later. Yeah. That is, uh, you know he has a brain that few people can have.
1: will uh, do that. I think it's hard to. It's hard to think about or even fathom what one would do in that situation because he's in a very unique position, right? So you have that happening with your mother, tragically. But then you also have a lot of people around you that depend on you for jobs and for things, right? For leadership, you know, at that point in his career, you know, he doesn't make records, he doesn't put concerts out, a lot of other people don't eat, right? So there's a lot of other layers to maybe his decision making. And a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, and like you said earlier, in an unhealthy way, deal with grief by just working and not and trying not to say oh my mom would want me to be on stage right now that could be true but like do you need to be there like should you be taking some time off reflecting spending time with just your intimate uh family but like he might have looked at it like i just i'm not ready to deal with it yet and i need i got people around me that depend on me i'm gonna keep grinding i'm you know i got these dreams i got these goals still and you know i don't know what i would do i think you know I might be somebody that wouldn't be able to face it right away. I might continue just to work. You know, I might continue to do a podcast and do YouTube and whatever. I don't know because, you know, it's hard to say until it happens, you know, but like,
0: it's, you know, I think you're right though. I think you're right. I think he only, and they kind of, they said it on one part of, I forgot who said it. He feels normal when he's making music. He feels
1: comfortable making music. And so I mentally, that could that might be good for him.
0: Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think it, I think the, no one telling him to chill. No one telling him to calm down. Then that's where all the celebrity stuff comes in, and you know, our thoughts of you know deciding to be with a Kardashian, like Kardashian. You know, you not talk about it too much, but she has done some good work, uh, helping out people in situations in jail where she was able to get them released. Prison reform, kid, yeah. yeah, yeah, reform and. And and sometimes people kind of forget that, and they're like they're worried about the celebrity and the reality stuff. So like, all right, that's entertainment. But she got one woman out that was in jail that was gonna probably stay in jail for her whole life and got her out. That, in my opinion, cleans up a lot of her stuff. You know, she's not she hasn't a criminal, she hasn't killed anybody, she has some tapes. I haven't she, gotten I haven't gotten
1: anybody out of prison,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Right, have you? If you had
0: the resources? I'm sure you would, but at least she has the resources she's like you know what i'm gonna talk she, to the president i'm gonna i'm gonna help yeah. she has helped enough people where no I, do i watch her show no it's not for me
1: no it's not yeah but
0: <laughs> go go ahead make the 15th keeping was it keeping yeah. with the, I, I don't care yeah so but you could tell that there was no one saying well should you join that celebrity family kanye do you think that's healthy for you you know what i mean it, it there yeah. was no one there telling him because who's gonna listen? Who's gonna you gotta listen to anybody?
1: I don't, who's but I don't be- think I don't think Kanye West is the kind of guy that is gonna listen to anybody but his mom. Right? So yeah. I think he had some people around him that loved him. Clearly, the guy that made a documentary. they were brothers, you know. They, they grew up, you know, he knew him since he was a kid or whatever, you know, 17 and like, Cootie or whatever was like, I think 23 or 24 when they met, so he's a little older, probably looked at him as a younger brother. So he had a lot of people around him, but like Nobody that could touch him in a way his mom did, right? Yeah. And tell him and give him that balance. So yeah, I mean, I I don't blame him for Kim. You know, they got kids. They're you know, I'm it sure is what it is. Love <laughs> it is Kim Kardashian. So it's hard to say what you would do if you had the opportunity, right? Yeah. So I think you know it is what it is. But I think you know that's part. Of, I remember he did an interview talking about when they first were together. People, oh, yes, he has the biggest you know couple ever. Like you know. And he was like, yeah, we are like, this is, you know, Kim, I married Marilyn Monroe. Like, you know, he, 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 he compared her to Marilyn Monroe, which is like, you know, Marilyn Monroe's, you know, Marilyn Monroe. Right. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I married Marilyn Monroe. She's today's Marilyn Monroe. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. You know, I think Kanye just, I think he always wants that. He always wants to be looked upon as I'm number one. I got the best. I got the best beats. I got the best raps. I got the best girl. I got the best everything. I'm a genius. I'm gonna, you know, come up with the best things. I'm gonna save the world. Like he just always puts himself first. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's why his marriage probably didn't go great all the way. Like, I think he's but, just different like that.
0: It's to, you know, like, like I and the last song that he put out, I'm not sure if you watch or you listen to it. Um, he uh I forgot the name of it. Is it true love? He's talking about his kids, you know, going through the custody thing. It yeah. you know, maybe it seem like Wow, I have them. I feel like I'm borrowing them. Yeah. Because he has to take them back. Like they, yeah. they have a barcode. I forgot some of the lyrics. And he's like, you know, my light is always open, my door is always open. It's more that, you know, like that's to, you know there's so many people out here dealing with custody battles. Like he just, you know, that's what shows that Kanye is a human being, just like everybody yeah. else. Like, you're gonna have to go through that. I mean, that's why it's really good. And you want to have a good relationship with the, your your baby moms, you know. What I mean, you want to have those yeah. kind of good relationships because it's gonna be messy no matter if you're a billionaire or you have three dollars like I oh know. yeah so I don't,
1: it, it, it's messy is messy, messy right like that's you know you could have all the money in the world but it, it's messy and the kids don't really care that you're Kanye West and Kim Kardashian you know what I'm saying they're you your mom and dad so it doesn't yeah. really matter to them
0: so um and I guess we didn't talk about too much but the relationship between um Cootie and him like because he's kind of part of the story too because he's putting us all together and you, you could tell how the relationship starts to turn when he and Kanye becomes more and more successful. Yeah, that's kind of sad, but you know, that's just how it is. It seems like, in the yeah. no matter how, what industry, whatever you're doing, like at one point where Kanye is so drunk, he keeps misnaming him. Oh, like, he,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> and then at one point he's like, Yeah, man, I love the first video, but I gotta get hype on this other video. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of like he's already about to, he's, he's, he's moving away. Yeah, to a point where it, it's sometimes when he doesn't really want to tape him on the camera. Like it's like Kanye's changing, but I think maybe he's becoming more insular. Like he's he's guarding himself
1: yeah, more, I, I mean,
0: and he kind of it feels like he's shutting out his friend. But then yeah. it's nice like that his friend does come back in at a certain yeah. extent.
1: Yeah, I, I think it it's tough. That was tough to watch because you know this the guy that did the documentary, his friend. He's successful in his own right. He's not Kanye West, but he's successful. He's yeah. trapped, you know. He's making other videos and other things with other well-known artists. He's filming things. He's got a, his daughter's born. He's got a family. Like he's not just some bum. Like he's a successful dude. So, Definitely, but yeah. I think we have to remember and put it in relative terms. Like this is Kanye West. It's like when you he's the get, biggest when star get, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get to a certain spot, you can't take everybody with you. I don't know. With the exception of maybe LeBron James, he brought her basically all his boys with him, right? And that, but he's the exception, maybe. It's hard to like, you know, balance that, I think, because I think Kanye is looking at things like, okay, yeah, we did this on this level and it worked. But like, I think Kanye, in some ways, is ahead of his time with certain things. And he understood, hey, your vision might not be able to take it to the next level. And I love you, but like we, I'm I'm going somewhere else. We'll, we're, we're still gonna meet up at the Lee end. told him.
0: Lacey didn't yeah, even, like bro. went about the bush. He was like, yeah, I love your stuff, but this is. I the gotta best get hype on like, yeah. Williams I mean- at one point. I didn't even know he was still that high back at, in, in the two thousands, but I knew from the nineties oh, he was a successful rapper. You had hype direct one of videos, yeah,
1: and it was a million cinematic, two million dollar project, yeah,
0: yeah, cinematic. It was the best thing, and he tried to do the movie thing, and it, you know, I, I like Belly. I'm a big fan of Belly. It was very corny, and it was very, you know, I like, uh, I like
1: Belly. I like Belly. I think it's underrated. I think it it's an underrated music movie.
0: video, but What's you. It's like one big music video, yeah.
1: No, but the right. opening scene of that movie is oh, opening started, the first right. is yeah. fantastic, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I,
0: I would not argue that, but any if you was a rapper and used shit, you would have hype, so it made sense. Like he wants to work with the best and very like people who are extremely high level with the art, regardless of what it because we can yeah. talk about clothing line now. I, I see your style, and you don't really see my style, but I don't think you're a big fan of Kanye's um, clothing line and shoes. Am I? Am no, I right? Um, no, guessing? I don't
1: own any of that. It's beyond. I mean, I don't Not have the money for, <laughs> for it. Like, I, I, I could, You know, I, I think some of the the Yeezys, I guess, as you call them, the rub like, off
0: on me a little bit. Like, at some first, of like, those,
1: some of those looked okay. Like, you know, but like okay. I still would never buy them. They're too expensive. I don't understand it. They look like all the new stuff looks like it's like from Mars or like space boots and like it. It doesn't even look good to me. But that's high fat. He's high we're fat. We old.
0: We so. were old, man. We don't get it.
1: Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I can't rock that stuff.
0: Yeah. The the this and it's funny. His, his he had a sneaker deal with Adidas first. He did. And I forgot what it called. It was like Red October's.
1: Red October. I like yeah. those. So you those were kind of bulky. Kind of. I I I would never. I could not imagine wearing something like that. I just can't. yeah.
0: But then he made, and then you see when he's talking about like he's doing the markups, he's drawing it. Every yeah, everything seems very futuristic. But then his clothing seems like like something's bad is going to happen in the future. Like the move, like those those future it's videos, like Mad future. Mad Max.
1: It's like Mad Max. Yeah, like why yeah,
0: we all look yeah. all drabby? Why are, why are they look so brown and tan and yeah.
1: But, that, that, but the, when when you're dealing with like high fashion and even some of the likes, like like. I used to be, so I used to, I used to like have a membership to like GQ and Esquire magazine, right? Because I just did good stories in there and, you know, whatever. And you would look at some of the ads of like the Prada, Gucci, uh, whatever, right? And it was always Benciaga,
0: like Bensiaga, yeah, and all that. And yeah. I,
1: I never thought that stuff looked good. I always liked the Mark Echo. I, walked, I wore a lot of Mark Echo stuff back in the day. Yeah, street
0: fashion a little bit, right? Street urban fashion, fashion.
1: Yeah, you and know, Functional. Form, like you know. Street, Yeah, stuff you could yeah.
0: actually would watch. Wait, like,
1: Kanye took the street fashion and kind of went the high the high fashion route a little bit. I think with his stuff and the runways, you know, it's just weird looking stuff, but it's for rich people and the kids now like it and they have money to spend. I don't know how these young kids spend thousands of dollars on shoes, but hey, whatever. Become TikTokers or
0: something. I I couldn't
1: couldn't do that, man. There's no. I I,
0: I give props to Kanye on the fashion because he same thing happened in the fashion game. He tried to get in, they shut him out. Yeah. What are you talking about? He would complain and say that they're not giving me a chance. All right, I'm gonna do it myself. And that's the thing like, if I had a, a little bit, just a little bit of his like drive and yeah. his um confidence, you could take over the world. Like, because yeah. his, his mind says, like, All right, I'm going to, all right, I took care of this music stuff, I'm gonna still have, still perform high, high level music, and now I'm gonna get into this fashion and I'm gonna not just survive or dominate. Like how, how you get to those, that level, you know,
1: I think we all would want that. There's not, there's only a handful of people that can do that. I mean, that, you know what I mean? There's only a few that can have, uh, I've been thinking about, I talked about this the other day. Like a lot of people can have great ideas, but if you don't have action behind an idea, the idea in my opinion means nothing. Right. So, you have to have some action. Even if you if you fail, that's fine. You got to have action. And Kanye's an action guy. Definitely. You know, I remember. I don't know if you remember. He did an interview. I believe it might have been on. We did many of them when he was going through his thing. He talked to Sway. He talked yeah, to Charlemagne. I Maine, Sway, he yeah. think he talked to David Letterman. I think on, he was on a Letterman show, and he just kind of went off. Like I'm trying to get into, You know, I'm the next. I'm the next Walt Disney. I'm the next Steve Jobs. People just need to. You know, I have this brilliance. I have these ideas, but I need the I don't got no money. I need the backing, but people won't give me a chance. And he's talking about going to Europe and, you know, people that look like me, I can't go to Europe and they won't even look at me. You know? And like people thought he was crazy, but I think he was speaking a lot of truths. Yep. And some of those, and especially that David, I think it was David Letterman, maybe Leno. I can't remember. But he was he was talking about like, I got ideas. I just need somebody to like give me a shot. So at this point he's Kanye West, like he's Kanye, like he's still the man, right? And it just took me back to when he was a producer trying to be a rapper. He was just he needed he needed a shot. He conquered the music. Now he's trying to get into fashion, and now he's he's basically he is a billionaire from fashion, not from music. So he actually has done even greater monetarily in the fashion world than he has in the music world, which is absurd to think about because a lot of us look at kanye he's on the mount rush or for some people are in the hip-hop world right. right uh you think he's the best producer in the hip-hop but then what he's done with the clothing he's actually had more success with that than he has with music which is crazy to think about
0: yeah um considering I mean, and I, I don't know i think he says he's bipolar yeah um, he,
1: he he admittedly says he's bipolar yeah he's so
0: he's, he's he has up. bouts of manic and manic, where you're just you're full of energy and you have a lot of thoughts, and you you, you need them out. You you know, and I think that seems yeah. like it strengthens the music. And I know he takes he took medication. Didn't like the medication. I think he's still he's currently on medication because I think he talked about you know weight gain. He's like yeah, yeah this pills make me um, get a little fatter. But yeah. the idea of that that those that that part of his brain that does that is his biggest success like that's his biggest powerful like also power. it could be his greatest weakness when he is ranting a little bit too much and i noticed cootie tried he'll cut him off filming him when he, i guess we thought he was going too far what he was saying and yeah. in my opinion those things he was saying that was not that far or like he was being crazy i think he was just he was getting hype and he was passionate but cootie wanted to protect him a little bit by cutting yeah. him off, sometimes uh, I noticed yeah. that at least in the third act.
1: Yeah, I know because I think he was sitting. They were sitting in, uh, I think Dominican Republic or somewhere, yeah. talking to like some real estate people, and he was talking about you know, and he just cut him off because he felt like maybe yeah, he wanted to protect them or he didn't want to film that because he didn't deem it appropriate. But like, I think Kanye West is he's one of those cats that just he's going to say what he wants to say. You're going to yeah. like it. You're not. He's going to sit with Donald Trump. He's going to sign a hat. He doesn't care what you think about it. He's going to tell the black community that, you know, you guys are still slaves. Get, stop the mentality of, you know, like he said a lot. He's He said a lot of stuff that's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And I think mm-hmm. some of the things he probably want to take back because of the way he said them or maybe they were culturally. Well, well, yeah. They said,
0: uh, how about you write it down first? His as father's as like, how about you write it down? <laughs> you know, which, is,
1: which is fantastic advice, you know, yeah. Um, but that, that's part of his he, – he referenced it in a few songs. It's his superpower. His, his bipolarness, his mind, and when he's crazy, that's his superpower. Because if, if Kanye's not like that, he's not making the thing he's making. He's not relevant. We're not talking about him now. He's just some ex-rapper from the early 2000s. But yeah. what separates him is he's a little, he's a little different. And I think a lot of the influential people – currently, if you think about them, that, that are making waves in either technology and in media and whatever, they're a little different, right? They're socially awkward. They're a little different. They say things outlandish, but that's just who they are. And I think there's some power in that because they don't care about people's opinions. They're just going to be themselves. And I think some people might rub that the wrong way for them, but other people sometimes gravitate towards it because they it's real. You know, they, they it is what it is, so.
0: When when Kanye said this, and he said this a while ago, and now like the, the the name of the document, genius. When he said he's a genius, do you agree that he's a genius?
1: Man, I'm I'm such a. a I, I feel like I'm not um, smart enough, or don't have enough knowledge to call anybody a genius. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a big word. Right. I think it's, but I think it's very personal. I think, you know, one person can say, you know, could say, yeah, Hannibal's a genius for this. But like somebody else would be like, oh, what? Genius. You know, uh-huh. but guy's so, an idiot. <laughs> you know, we, we, you know, we throw that word around, but like, yeah, I think so. I think in some ways he is. I think he is. I think when I look at him, I look at him and I put him in the same space of like an Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Elon Musk to me is a genius, right? Steve Jobs, a little genius there, thinking about things that are, he has something, these guys have things in their mind. They have a, a vision that's 20, 30, 40, 50 years ahead of 99.999% of the entire planet. So I think if you look at it like that, I think there is, yeah, you know, William William Shakespeare, like he, he referenced, you know, Walt Disney, like these are like transcending figures. Vincent Van Gogh cut his ear off, right? Some would say he's a genius, right? So I think, I think... I don't think it's far-fetched to put Kanye in that same room with those other people. Um, Beethoven, you know, like people that just stick out, there's a handful of them. And Kanye West has completely separated himself from the entire hip hop community, in my opinion, when it comes to that, as far as longevity, vision, doing things that nobody else has done in that community. So as far as hip hop concerned, I'll say he's a genius as far as hip hop goes genius, as far as like, you know, some of the other guys I mentioned, you know, I, I don't know, but for hip hop, I, I think it's undeniable. I think he is. Yes,
0: I agree. I think it leans in terms of musical art, uh, creativity, artistry of of music. Yeah. Definitely a genius. The guy's done too much. There's his his catalog of work, his ability to sample, it's. Out of this world, it, yeah. like you said, it's transcendent of just the ability to compose music.
1: Yeah.
0: Now he's successful as fashion. I'm not a fashion expert. I can't tell you if that's a genius, but yeah, he's a billionaire he from it, so it must be some level <laughs> of high level of creativity. Um yeah. some of the shoes have, have have are starting to look aesthetically pleasing to me. I'll say that. But you know, pricing is a whole different but I look at them like, well, that looks comfortable and I like yeah. the shape of it, but I'm not a fast but i know in terms of com- composing music there's a very very few producers that like in another keyword you said um long like being able to do it for a long time yeah most guys they you have a hot shot producer that kind of kills it for like Scott uh, scott storch for uh, i for was just beat.
1: thinking this. i was literally thinking of the same guy
0: that guy is talented i mean yeah. i don't know how we call him a jeez but that's doing a he's piano. So he's talented.
1: He's musically can,
0: And I think a lot of drugs and some other stuff to do, but damn, he could produce. And then he was hot for a couple of years. And, and it was not, right? his, yeah. like his own doing. Not necessarily the music went bad. It just seemed like he was substance abuse and drug abuse and things that we, we look at Kanye like this this bad guy, but Kanye has not committed any laws, broken any laws. He ain't abusing anybody. All he does is act out on Twitter. And, you know, occasionally go out and do say something ridiculous. Yeah. But um but there's potential. Like Scott Starch probably had potential, but Kanye is realizing it. So that's yeah. why I said on uh, the last teaser that we had was I think when it's all said and done, I think Kanye was going to be the greatest hip hop producer of all time. I he's in his forties, I think, at this point. I think
1: Kanye is forty five or forty six, something like
0: that. Yeah. He is not going to stop making music. And he keeps making high quality music. Yeah, he's always having some problem. So as much as this documentary covered a lot, the story's not over, right? The story's not over, and it seems like the more issues he has, the better music is. I feel like uh, another artist I really like, The Weekend. We uh, I don't like The Weekend when he's happy. The music's not as good. I like it when yeah. he was sad in the beginning, like sad. The was out of a breakup sad.
1: or something. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
0: So, Kanye yes. is always having drama around him. Like he said, he embraces the chaos and he just still produces. I'm talking about producing now, in terms of rapping and having our yeah. albums. Like, but I'm saying, in terms of the level of producing, I think he's going to produce probably into his 60s. A lot of these other producers kind of stopped. They kind of, you know, like, yeah, Dre, I love Dre. Dre's in there a little bit. But he, you know, he's not producing in the high level compared to Kanye in the last, I would say at least the last 10 years.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? But what are your thoughts on that, though? I know what you mean. I think, I don't know. I know some of the artists and things that Kanye's done and what he's produced, but I don't know enough of it, you know? So if if you sat down the catalog of everything Kanye produced, I bet I probably, you know, all his stuff, you know, I know that, right? And I know some of the other things, but I probably don't know most of what he's produced. I'm sure there's a lot. of be like, wow, I didn't know he did that. Or I didn't know he wrote that. I didn't know. He, oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm sure I wouldn't know the artist, but maybe I wasn't. I didn't know about the song or didn't hear the song or put it together. Um, for me, like when I look at Kanye, it's hip hop. That's the genre he's in.
0: Yeah.
1: But I don't. I think he's past that. I think. I, I, I look at I, I could put him with other guys like Rick Rubin and the guy that produced the Beatles and you know like yeah I like, yeah, like yeah, Rick, with, with producer, Rick
0: Rubin is producer Rick Rubin
1: would be there too though yeah right? he's done stuff with Jay Z obviously did uh, you know Beastie Boys and many other people but like you know and he's been doing it for a long time like since right, the late seventies yeah. I think but I think Kanye's is like I, I look at him as more than a producer I just I think I think that's what he wants people to do but. Is he the number one? I don't know. I guess I don't. You know, I think of Dre, and you think of like Timberland and all Pharrell and Puff Daddy was a good producer. I mean, he put together two classic albums. Yeah. I mean, he put together Ready to Die, put together Life After Death. I mean, he put together his albums. You know, um, there's yeah. other. You know, there's other people there, but I think Kanye the longevity and the catalog of what he's done that is very different. You know, eight oh eight and heartbreaks. He makes a song, eight oh. You know, when I came out, that was like, like very, very, very different.
0: It was different. Right? I was in it. I was all into it. I think it's just because of my taste for music. Like I, I was like, oh, I dig it. He, he I, like I know it, you can't it. sing, Kanye. Yeah, but you all too right. And but you hear like street lights. You hear these these songs. Obviously, he's going. That was a breakup album kind of thing. I think he was yeah. going his fiance. You know, love lockdown, like heartbreak, heartbreak. It is, it, it, it makes those you are feel. classics, man. Those are bangers.
1: Yeah. I mean, those are good songs.
0: Um, so you listen to every single Kanye album,
1: yes. I have every album.
0: What's your favorite one? No, maybe I, I should have asked you that before we started. It's- no, no, no. no.
1: <laughs> There's just they're just different for me. Uh, his his obviously his his uh his college dropout, I mean jesus walks to me it's just when i heard i was like damn that is like nothing i've ever heard you know um that's that's
0: probably my that's probably my favorite one but
1: i'm a big and i I don't want to be recent biased, but you know i'm a huge donda album fan i love donda there's only a couple there's like one skip on that whole album for me i can listen to the whole album right now i think it's very emotional i think it's very um real it's like a Christian album without being a Christian album, you know, like it's it's not that that's a bad thing. But like the people he has on it, the different types of songs, he's on drill beats one song and then he's doing this orchestra kind of piece. It's just I mean, it's amazing. It's a piece of artwork, in my opinion, the yeah. music video he did with, you know, with it. It's just like come to life. I think it's yeah, come to life song. There's just a lot there. So I love the Donda album. I mean, I'm a huge fan. I've listened to that album more. I probably listened to the last, what, it came out six, seven months ago. I don't know, something like that, maybe a little bit more. I, that's, I've listened to that album more than anything else in the last half year or one year, however long it's been out, than anything else.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, yeah I love I love a lot of his stuff. Uh, in Life,
1: Life of Pablo or the Pablo album, I, there's a couple songs on there that hit me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, think yeah. That's a, I think that's an undervalued album.
0: He always uh, had Christianity. He always had his religion, his faith yeah. in I mean his his biggest hit, Jesus Walks Jesus Walks early it. in the, <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: I mean Um
0: Yeah, I think for me at college I just it started everything. Yeah. Right. Um but if I had like another album like if I could come off the top of my head of something like powerful and strong and also like he had a great features. I think it's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy.
1: That's like, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean movie. they
0: had they had some powerful I mean song power, like it had some really Yeah good he's Jesus. got the
1: song that's like uh he's got uh paul mccartney in it and, and and i can't remember the rihanna uh rihanna yeah it's a f- beautiful song yeah I mean, orchestras in there or whatever i mean it's like it's crazy man
0: yeah like uh, and it's, i think it's more of i think most people kind of say that's more of the most cr- uh critically acclaimed album My Dark yeah. for me i think crazy. that's probably
1: i'd put it third i just put it next to or right behind donda but yeah that's yeah. A, it's a fantastic fantastic album yeah
0: uh yeah hell yeah I forgot all these and, and Runaway I mean
1: Runaway that's yeah
0: nine minutes you just him, that piano that's the song piano. I'm
1: talking about it's got the piano done yeah it's just I mean nobody does that in hip hop not mainstream hip hop you're not making songs starting it like that you no. know it's just he's on another level man
0: well, especially yeah. nowadays but again we, we, now we're gonna sound like we're old like these kids nowadays they
1: <laughs> get off my lawn <laughs> get off my
0: lawn <laughs> <laughs> But um I don't know, we'll, we'll guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll see in a few years where he goes with this. But you know, you, you could tell it they need a part four, five, six, cause there's yeah, I, there's yeah, so yeah. much more. And I know he may run for president. I doubt he's gonna do that. I know he likes us. He said that I hope he does a twenty four. Like, please yeah. don't. Yeah, don't do that. We, we, need, we need we need someone who actually know what they're doing because yeah. we're kind of screwed right now. What's gas, I, you know, we, we, we,
1: we do need a part four though, because I felt like the third act. Uh, was rushed.
0: Yeah, it I condensed like it there, a lot. Happen.
1: There was little clips they put in about things, but it was it was a little rushed for me. Um it, it, That could have been a three, you know, another hour and a half of kind of, of of information and insight. Um Then maybe he didn't have it because he he wasn't with Kanye, so he had to just reference things, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the way
0: the way it's structured is not a documentary where you have interv- people you interview about yeah. the person. It's really yeah. him. And Kanye K- uh, and Kanye. Yeah. They didn't really put any more characters in the story. So I felt they may have been some kind of constraint. Mm. But hopefully, I think either Kanye's t- interview to Kanye, like talk to him. Yeah, you're yeah. watching, but like let him speak, and hopefully a lot of stuff makes sense so you can, can kind of condense yeah. it into a conversation. But hopefully, I, yeah. I, you know what? I'm I'm definitely sure they're gonna release more. Because there's just so much more that we can listen to. But um, I guess we could end it on this. Like, this documentary inspired me. It hit me. It got me at the right time where I needed some inspiration to keep moving forward with the, the things I wanted to do. Yeah. And no matter and it, the way he had to it, where no one believed in him or very few, except like your, your, your boys and your family who believes in you. Just keep going. Keep working. Keep creating. Let people look at your stuff and give you feedback. just keep it moving that's probably the biggest lesson i got from a documentary what's yours
1: no you're spot on man i think um you know you you think about like man i think i'm doing good with this or i think i'm on the right track with this and then you watch something like that and you watch somebody with that much drive talent passion you watch somebody with that much just like like get out of my way like you know either with me or you're not but i'm going here and you know this is what's going to happen right exactly, yeah. And with that much confidence to, to, to speak things into existence is like you know it's inspiring it makes me it makes me feel super lazy <laughs> and it, but it <laughs> makes you know it makes me feel like i think i've done something no i haven't done anything <laughs> i need you know i could do more it makes me want to like do more it makes me want to like it's kind of like you know you watch like an inspiring movie and you're like i gotta get up and and he watched Rocky. He's like, I got to, I want, I want to run. I, gotta yeah, workout, I yeah, got to work out some happy. raw eggs right now. You know, <laughs> that's what I got from Kanye. I'm like, I, I I, need to, I need to continue to work on the things that I know I could do things I'm passionate about thing. You know, I want to be here in 10 years. I want to do this thing. I got to start. I got to I got to do it now. I can't wait. I got to do it now. And I think that that's, I got that. That's one of the things I, that left me. It's just motivate the motivation, man. Like, when you look at somebody that, that that's that successful, that was just a regular dude. Like Kanye West was like a dude I could I could have lunch with at my high school table, right? Mm-hmm. He'd be like maybe a little annoying, but like he's like super smart, but like nobody took him serious. But he kept doing it, and he kept doing it. And people that do that and have that mindset, I think are usually pretty successful. So it just makes me want to grind even more, man. It's just you know, it was a, it was a really good documentary. I thought the guy Cootie did a fantastic job putting that together
0: yeah man uh it's it's ex- it was exciting it was very emotional powerful and I, I love the names of the episodes it was a vision a purpose an awakening and i think that's something we yeah. all can take a little bit of everything out and kind of craft our own story so yeah man sure. well yeah it was good i am probably watch it again anytime i need something to kind of like okay i'm gonna rut let me watch something that i know it'll kind of fire me up so it's fantastic and hopefully we you know we could put a little bit of that into this venture here with our uh little podcast Absolutely. Um, we,
1: we, we're gonna have to start knocking on doors and and, and telling people to listen and, we, you know whatever, whatever you do in the podcast world to make you know um yeah for sure man
0: yeah we, we, we got this uh and actually we didn't even announce this in the beginning but we have crossed over a hundred subscribers before yes. we even kind of started it like we started with these teasers but we haven't started it. so there's enough of you guys out there who believe in us and enjoy what we do so thank you very much for that this is why we've even doing the teasers because we we saw people you know subscribing and talking about it and sending messages text and you know instagram the whole thing so we really appreciate you guys for even checking this out but we're almost there We're almost there. We're, we're, you know, by the time you listen this, we'll be a week out. And we we already decided we're going to do Wednesday, June 8th. We're going to start live. We're going to have a live uh, on YouTube. And, you know, cool thing with uh, Pedro and at least myself that we have some experience doing live podcasts, or at least live (laughs) streaming. So it's going to be a really fantastic show. We're going to have a lot to talk about obviously we're gonna be talking about hip-hop we're gonna be talking about the nba finals i don't know page you want to talk about what want to say your pick now or you gonna wait till next week
1: oh well i want the week. celtics to win because jason Tatum's from st louis and i live in st louis and i've actually funny story i've been in the same gym as him once i never met him didn't shake his hand we didn't play one-on-one but we were in the same gym he's from he went to chaminade high school nice. like there years ago and uh i'm rooting for him because he's a st louis boy do you, do you know that I he
0: thought. has a a YouTube video yes. that has like a billion views and him yes. showing how to tie tie? I saw yes, that, that's and like is that's him, Shamanad. So cool.
1: He was yeah, he was like a freshman or sophomore at Shamanad, and he did that. That's <laughs> <He's, not> cool. <laughs> it's awesome, man. It's nah, awesome. he. You bro. know, he
0: he eliminated Kevin Durant,
1: <laughs> the Greek, Giannis coach,
0: and Jimmy Butler, who played his heart out. Yes, that's impressive.
1: It is. Uh, so I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for him because I think uh, if he wins, that's you know, he's, you know, the next level of these stars, you know, Giannis and him and Luca, and, you know, we got the older guys, LeBron and KD and Steph, they're getting a little older. Getting old, man. So I think the Warriors would prop. if I was a betting man, I'd put money on the Warriors, but I would like the Celtics to win. And I'm just hoping for a game seven because there's nothing better in sports than an NBA game seven, in my opinion. It's well, the best sporting event around.
0: So. Well, well, we'll break it down and hopefully guys jump in on that uh, day. Come in, tell uh, Pedro he don't know what he's talking about. Say, but we're gonna definitely enjoy that. Um, but on that note, I'm Hannibal. He's Pedro. Thank you for taking some to listen to watch this teaser episode. We really appreciate it. And I guess we'll see you guys next week.
1: Next week, live, baby. Later.